Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Host Talk Podcast. Today, finally, after, what, three months now? Two months? <laughs> trying to record this podcast. Uh, wasn't being able to do due to sickness, due to other stuff. But now, finally, we're able to record. Uh, it's my pleasure and honor to have Mike Herman. Uh, he is the founder of Retrosoft Studios, and he is right now currently making a wonderful game called Retromania Wrestling. So, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, it's been it's been it's been a long time. It's been a yeah, long time. Yeah, a long time coming, huh? <laughs> it, it's one of those podcasts that a lot of people are saying, "When is this dropping? When is this dropping?" We're like, "I have not. We have not been recording yet." Is I got sick. You had to do other stuff. Right. And now, and now, because of a virus, we're able to record. <laughs> it freed up our schedules. On a Thursday, which <laughs> is a miracle, because I basically never record on a Thursday. And it's now, it's, now it's like, well, let's do it. Might as well. We're all inside the house. We, we're stuck, not doing nothing. I say, like, yeah, let's just do it. Uh, uh, so how are things, everything over there? Well, despite the you know the craziness, everything everybody is going through. Besides that, everything's good. Ah, oh, that's great to hear. So, we have some questions we have to ask you, and and normally I've been seeing mostly um other people ask you stuff, and I said, you know what, I don't want to make it like typical business stuff and every everything like that. So, well, I'm gonna ask you right now. Uh, what made you decide to start? this game like where it all began yeah so so um i would say i'd go back to maybe 2012 uh is when the idea first came in my head originally i was going to do just a hobby project because i really wanted to add some more wrestlers into the original wrestlefest game so i looked into how i could hack the the rom the for an emulator and there are really no good ways of doing that. So I decided I, I do have a, I have a software engineering background. So I decided I would, was going to rewrite the engine, kind of reverse engineer it, rewrite it from scratch, uh, rip all the sprites out of the original game, put them in this, my new engine and then add new wrestlers to it. So uh-huh. I started, I started working on that a little bit on and off. I didn't really make much progress. And then, like, right after I started, maybe two or three months later, they announced the iPod or iPad version of WrestleFest that they were making. And I was excited initially, thinking, oh, they're going to do it. They're going to add, I'm sure they'll add old guys, new guys, and it'll be awesome. Unfortunately, it wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't really like the graphical design that they, they went with. I know some people enjoyed it, but I didn't really like playing an arcade game on an iPad like that. I needed like a joystick or at least a controller. So um, I was a little disappointed. I didn't do much with it at that point. And then fast forward to like uh, about six years later, 2018, I I revisited it. And I decided I was going to get serious about it. And I was going to invest some money into actually developing a proper uh, 2D retro arcade wrestling game. And that's when I hired uh, my lead programmer to start. And then uh, we started going from there. So uh, it started back in 2012, but really we started working on it in 2018. Mm. That's good. That's good. Uh, the name Retromania, that's the name of your game. Was there another name 
that you were thinking of calling it or this other stuff? Yeah, so um, we were originally going to go with Retro Fest Wrestling to kind of a play off the uh, WrestleFest name and go with Retro Fest. Um, but due to copyright, uh, we couldn't get trademark that name easily. So we, we started going with WrestleFest. And we were looking at a whole bunch of, I think we had uh, Super Suplex might have been one name we threw out. or uh, Like, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Um, and eventually we decided on Retromania, which I think is the, in hindsight now, I'm glad we went with Retromania because I think it's a great name. Um, uh, at the time, I did really want Re- Retrofest, but uh, I'm really happy with Retromania. So. Mm. Yeah, when you were saying about um, WrestleFest, um, I actually did bought the game on the iPod. I had an iPod Touch, and like you know, THQ went underground, and I yeah. tried to re-download it, and it was never there again. So yeah. I never get to play it again, and I spent so much money in that thing, and I at the time couldn't afford to buy this other like. A PS3 or this other stuff. I was poor. Yeah. I was working, you know, check to check, and that was my only way to play it. And when that thing went down and I couldn't re-download it, I basically lost all my money. And I tried to call Apple, and they didn't want to <laughs> refund me. And I was like, at least help a brother out or something. They, right. they, didn't, you know. oh. yeah. That's just, I mean, that's the kind of the day and age of downloadable games. You know, where do, do you own it anymore? <laughs> If they pulled off. I remember I had a similar issue. I paid for X Men the arcade game on, yeah. uh, on my PlayStation Three when they released oh. the arcade ROM, and then they pulled that down. And I think I, uh, we either our PlayStation broke and we got a new one, and I couldn't re-download it. And yeah. Oh, that's that's the same thing happened to me with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. It also came and they said, "Oh, it's there," and then I went to see, and they're like, "Oh no, they took it down." Like the day after, I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, that, that's right. So now that we, that you said about uh, WrestleFest, since the game is the official sequel now that we could, you can actually say it now of WrestleFest, um, were you thinking of having it call it WrestleFest too? Yeah, we we were, but we had already been down. Like we didn't get that license uh, agreement finalized until like probably October of last year. So mm. we had already been marketing for six months under Retromania. We've really, we've have a social media following now of over 50,000 across all of our platforms. So we've been doing a pretty good job getting the word out, I think. And at that, at that point we had just crossed like maybe 25,000 social media followers. And we didn't really want to change up our branding and our logo at that point. So uh, we decided just to stick with Retromania. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, this is one of those um, ballparks type of questions because we always wonder when um, developers, um, they bring their game to other to main companies and we always wonder, um, how is the approval process for your game, like for like Nintendo? Like, yeah. what can you talk to us about? Yeah, that? so, I, you know, I'm under NDAs, but I can, I can kind of give you overviews of it. So... Basically, you have to submit information about your game is what it comes down to. Um, so each each of the companies uh, have different processes that they follow as far as how you have to submit it, 
what information uh, you need to submit. Um, and then depending on, you know, if they like your idea or like your game, it depends on how quickly you'll get be able to get approved. So, you know, we were, we basically, people kept, when we first announced we were for PC and we were just seeking console approval, which we at that point we did not have yet. And then we, so we submitted our process and the first company that approved us was Nintendo. Um, and that actually went pretty quick from what I heard based on other indie developers, uh, especially indie developers without publishers typically had a hard time <laughs> Uh, getting approved right away but i guess they liked what we were doing and approved us pretty quickly and then xbox followed suit uh shortly after the playstation took a little bit longer um and then steam steam was the most straightforward basically you just have to pay them a hundred bucks and they'll let you they'll let you uh, put your game on the store wait are you serious are you serious yeah, yeah you, i mean you have to follow some rules but for the most part yeah it's they don't. They got a. They uh. They got rid of their project green light, where you had to get so many upvotes and then they would approve you. And now you pretty much. I mean, that's one of the one of the great things with Steam is there's so many users. One of the bad thing with Steam is because there's so many users, there's a lot of games on Steam and it's hard to get recognized. So you you really gotta you gotta work hard uh, to you know promote your game, market your game, and not necessarily rely on. Um, you know, the Steam store to publish or to uh, to market your game for you. Getting on Steam isn't enough. Yeah, that's true. That's oh. what I'm hearing. That's what yeah. I'm hearing from everybody. Um, talking about the game, um, how many rings will be there on the start? So we're, we're still adding to this number. So I would say at least we have 8 to 10, like, unique stadiums type like with completely different graphics and then on top of that we're going to have kind of uh palette swaps and different colored rings and mix and mashing our stadiums with ring colors and stuff like that to kind of you know boost that number up a little bit but at a minimum you'll have eight to ten distinct uh rings so for example we have the house of hardcore which is is based off of the, the 2300 in Samson Arena in Philadelphia, where a lot of the ECW uh, events took place back in the 90s. Um, we have something similar to uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom in, yeah. uh, in New York. Uh, we have Stevie Richards Fitness, which is a, is a fictional place that we created based on the Stevie Richards Fitness brand. Uh, so that's like a gym uh, type of place. We have an uh, arena in Japan. We have a high school arena. We have a beach arena. We have a warehouse arena. We also have the NWA power set. Um, then we have our own Retromania kind of default arena. Um, so that's just, I think I just named at least eight there. So, and then we're, we're still in the process of naming a few, or adding a few more as well. Mm. So, all right, and, all right. And that's pretty easy. I mean, not super, not, not like two seconds easy, but it's not too difficult for us to create um, assets for new rings. So that's something definitely we want to keep building on even after we launch. Um, we want to keep adding in additional locations to wrestle at to keep the game, you know, interesting. Um, so we, you announced, well, it was announced NWA was coming in. Uh, we saw the uh, 10 pounds of gold belt 
That's the only belt that I've seen so far. Is there any other belt that you could say right now? Yeah. Unless you're NDA. No, no, no. We not... say. <laughs> okay, is there any other belt that I mean, will be able say, to fight? Yeah, definitely the, t the tag team, the NWA tag team championships. And the House of Hardcore title will be in there. I think it's a House of Hardcore TV title. Um, now, NWA, since we've announced our game and announced our license, they've brought back the national championship. And they brought back the television title just recently. So I'm sure they will make appearances at some point, if not at launch, definitely shortly thereafter. But we definitely, one of the things I always uh, I wanted, like I like seeing wrestlers who are champions come out with wearing the belts, you know, and I want, the, I want your local instance of the game to keep track of who is champion. So even in the exhibition, if you, you'll be able to defend your titles and, and do that kind of stuff. So that's, a, I think, an important feature to me I, that I always like that I definitely want to get in the game. Mm, okay, okay. Because that, that sounded interesting when you said that. I was like, huh, I wonder what other titles are going to be there. And when you said that, I was like, okay, okay. I, I could see it. I could see it. But one of the things you said about the hardcore belt that I was wondering, what well, we know, we haven't seen a lot of uh, weapons. Are there going to be weapons in this game or not? You cannot say yes yet. No, I mean, we have chairs in already, and we are, we will definitely be adding more. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get them in for launch, but I, I know we want to we do some, some different hardcore stuff that we might have a hardcore DLC pack or something, and it might have Ooh. to wait for that. But we definitely, you know, our, our goal right now, and this is kind of insert feature name here that's requested, right? Our goal is to make sure the base gameplay is super solid and fun. And then once that is, we're ensured that that's happening, then we will add on as much as we can squeeze in before we launch the game. And then post-launch, we want to keep adding stuff to it. We're, we're not going to be a yearly release. Uh, okay. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to do Re Retromania 2K21 next year. Okay, so we're, we're more of a, we, we hope to have a sequel at some point, don't get me wrong, but we want the, the initial title to have some longevity to it um, and, and hopefully we can keep adding to content and uh, with, a, with a combination of uh, both paid and free DLC, not just all paid DLC. We definitely want to reinvest any, uh, some of the money we make back into the game and give our people who are willing to buy the game initially some free content as well added to the game after their mm. initial launch. Oh, okay, okay. That's good to hear. So that means, that means um, when you said that, it looks like it's, it looks like uh, it's going to be a long time before we ever see that sequel then. Well, I mean, it depends like where we get with the engine and if we feel we can't squeeze any more out of our current engine and we have to make some big overhauls, then maybe we'll start developing a Retromania too. But, you know, with that said, we're we're still working on this one. So, that's kind of like ideal situation maybe a year in after launch, we say, you know what, there's some stuff that we need to rewrite that, you know, lessons learned. As you do with anything else, once you do something the first time, you learn a lot from it. Um, and then at some point, we may want to rewrite a lot of the code. And it'll make more sense to start working on a sequel versus trying to modify our existing code base. So we'll make that decision when we get to it. But but we're hoping we want we want to support this game for a while. We don't. We don't want to do, I think it's too much uh, to do a yearly release anyway for a small company um, on, the, on the game. So we definitely want to, we want people to get their money's worth uh, from the beginning. 
Mm, okay, okay. So, as we probably already not heard yet, or anybody else who's listening to this podcast, the pre-orders are up. Everybody could pre-order right now. It's on, you could pre-order on Steam and on yep. Nintendo Switch at the yep. moment. Yep, but on our website. So you have to go to uh, our website to pre-order. I'll have... Uh-huh. Yeah, you can pre-order the Steam version or you can pre-order the Switch version. Uh, but it's only from our website right now. We will be on everyone's storefront when we're 30 days out from launch, though, for pre-orders as well. Okay, so I have the link if you want to get the pre-orders on whatever I put on, the, on my uh, info stuff. I'll put it right there. So talking about that, it looks like right now that the game is a digital launch at the moment. Is there talks to maybe have it physical, maybe like a physical cartridge, CD, a Blu-ray, whatever, or anything like that? Yeah, we are. We're talking to a couple companies. You know, the usual suspects in that, uh, in that, um, in that area. So uh, it depends, I guess, how the game sells and if there's a demand. We definitely get a lot of emails and Twitter messages. Are you going to do physical? It would be great to do physical, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I would like to do one. I would like to hold it in my hand as well. So, um, you know, so we're definitely open to doing it. Um, and I think, though, the decision won't be made until, you know, probably a couple of weeks after launch if we're going to do a physical release. But I'm more than willing to do it if it makes sense. And, and the companies that are around are want to partner up with us. Uh, if we can work everything out, I'm more than willing to do it. Uh, it's really going to be up to them if they want to do it. Yeah, I kind of see it because I think mostly why a lot of people want that physical copy is because, like how we said, WrestleFest was on uh, Apple, on the iPod, iPhone, and everything like that. And when something went away, it was not there no more. And I think if people got available have to hold that copy, it's like, hey, if something would happen, you know, at least we have the physical copy right there, so be right. able to play it. So that's that's the one thing. Uh, one thing why um, I I was like, I like I I for me, it, this is one of those games that I can't wait to play because I've been excited since I first saw it. But when I said I will, I I want this game, but I want it physical just to right. hold it. Right. It's like it's like like for me right now. I already know which system I'm getting it. I'm getting it for the Nintendo Switch, even though I have a PS4. Okay. This, and for me, like, like right now, all my games, unless they're digital, I'll get them digital. They're all physical because I'm scared that things going to happen. And I think, I'll be honest, when a new console comes, I I take it to trade in uh, my console so I could pay less for the new one. But right. The Switch is one of those things that I'm saying, no, I'm holding it. Even if Nintendo makes a new console, I'm holding it. Because for me, it's perfect. It's the perfect console for me. A, a console that you could take on the go. And you could play when you come back in. Even though, yeah, the battery, you know, is not that good. Because it's some time. But it's, for me, it's like the console that I dream of when I was little. That I just <laughs> right. want to... I just, because I had a dream, and I said, wouldn't it be great to have a console that you could play on the TV, and when you have to walk, you just take it on the go, and and, and it never ends. And, the, and they just made it, and I'm like, this is just perfect. 
I could just yep. take it out the, take it on the go, going to work, and I could play for like half an hour, and boom, shut it down, and go back, play it again, and come home. It's charging, and I'm playing at the same time. I don't have to wait. So, for me, it's perfect. For me, it's you know that's that's the one game I want to get. But I want I really really do want to get a physical. That's the thing. Yeah. But but we don't yep. know right now. Cause yeah, we don't know yet. Hopefully, hopefully soon, we'll have an answer. The other thing, the other thing I don't like is what you did to me. You did, you guys did me dirty. You put a collect, you guys put a collector's edition, uh, which is so, this is one, this is one of the questions before release. We already know there's a collector's edition for thirty five bucks. Is there a chance we might get a third collector's edition? Maybe no. something. I, I doubt. I don't think we'll do it. The only reason we did so, and it's only twenty nine ninety nine if you pre order. So, um, but yeah, the reason we did that is because of all the questions that came in about people wanting a physical release. So we thought, well, we can't do that yet because we just don't have the means. But I, I looked into a couple of manufacturing partners or really printers, you know what I mean? To, uh, I could source the cases, uh, myself. Um, and I could, and I talked to a couple printers to get people to print a booklet for us that we'll, we're going to design for an instruction manual. So we all have a physical manual, uh, some unique stickers to this, um, and we'll have a, a box with a, a custom cover on it. And then we'll put all that in there, and you'll get that as part of your download. So we, we thought it was a nice alternative. We're offering both, so we're not pushing that on people. Um, if you don't want it, you're not interested, you want a true physical, we hear you, we'll, we'll look into that. Uh, but we, it was just something nice to offer because some people like just displaying the box up there. So, um, yeah, so that's there. Um, so uh, I don't think we'll do any other, uh, like a third version of that. Um, I think just that's probably what it'll be for now. Yeah, because I was like, when I saw it, I was like, okay, it's digital, okay. I was like, all right, I'll wait until the physical. I could wait. I could wait. Maybe it's a couple of weeks. That's the first <laughs> thing I'm going to order. And then you put that, and I'm like, I'm like, he's testing me right now. <laughs> you put the words booklet. I'm like, I'm like, the Switch doesn't have no booklets. Yeah. I'm like, I would love to have that. Then you said, we have stickers. And I'm like, man, you guys, you guys, you guys know I love stickers, man. <laughs> It's like I want to put it like if I if if I do move out of my place and to a bigger place and I do make my fantasy podcast room slash man's room that I want to do, I would like to have something in the background like if I do ever do video, and it would be nice. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like I want to get it, but it's a digital code only. But with the box, I'm like, oh, but I want a physical, and I'm like, you tempt me, like, come on. Don't. I was like, don't hurt me like that, you know. <laughs> that it's wasn't like, the intention. That wasn't the intention. We were I, just I was, trying I put, to satisfy as many people as we can. I pre I was right there. I put all my information, and I'm like, I want to press you, but I don't know right now. It's like, oh man, I want it, but I don't know. It's like I'm, I'm hurt right now. I really am hurt. That's 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 not well, right, man. We've gotten so I'll, I'll give you a little, we have talked to multiple physical media producers and we have gotten interest back from two of them. So, you know, I'm not promising it. We, I, I'm not sure what we haven't talked deals or I'm not sure what the financial terms are. 
I wouldn't be looking to make a killing on it, but you know, I, we are working hard on this. But if if there's enough demand, uh, what what would most likely happen is it would go up on for pre-order on one of those sites, and as long as there's enough demand for it, and, and they think they can get their money back, we'll we'll do it. So as far as when that'll be, um, I, I would think they they typically do. If you look at a company like Limited Run, I think they typically do it several months after the initial launch of the game. But if you look at like Cuphead, that's taken you know a couple of years after yeah. the initial launch of the game. And I don't even think Cuphead's out yet uh, on Limited Run. But is it, I think it's coming soon, though. Yeah, it hasn't. I think they say something about, like, wintertime. I think they yeah. say something like that. It's been a long time with that. And, and for me, um, there's a special message because I think one of the people who's going to listen to this is called Davey. Davey with his Switch Corpse. Make it possible. Make a petition. I need that physical so I could get those stickers. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't, don't hurt me, a brother, All like right. that, yo. I need that physical so I could just I could put the beautiful cartridge on my Switch and be like, yes, I have it. Uh, all right, so this is this is something I don't know if you're going to be able to talk to. Uh, with the different wrestlers, different companies for the game, we have New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, NWA. Now it looks like um, AEW. Um, most of all, this mostly questions about uh, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mercury, Johnny Retro. Um, I don't know what other name we could call him. I think is I think he wasn't his. He wasn't Johnny um, Mundo. Johnny, Johnny Mundo. Mundo. Um, I think he was the little kid from the Little Giants. Giant, uh, uh, little Johnny. I don't know what it is. Um, how, how's that, how's that able to possible, especially like going, like he is going like to like WWE, like, yeah, he's there like, now, yeah. like how there's, is there talks with them? Be like, Hey, we have a contract with him or oh, like been, what you're able to. Yeah. There's no issues. Uh, we signed the contract before he signed back with them. So we're, we're all good. Uh, WWE can't do anything and they have not even tried to, they, they, they understand the situation. There's games similar, uh, Back in the early 2000s, there was a, a series of games called Legends of Wrestling and yeah. for the PS2. And they had the same thing. They were signing guys when they were... Because then, um, you know, some guys had come off their WWE deals or never made the jump from... When, when WWE bought WCW, not everybody signed with WWE. So some of those guys... Uh, were available and they got into this Legends of Wrestling game, and it's the same. But then they later signed with the WWE. Like Hulk Hogan was on the cover of Legends of Wrestling, but he then went back to the WWE. You know, so um, yeah, as long as the contracts are signed before they sign a new contract with another promotion, we're good. We don't have anything to worry about. So we have the same thing. Like Jeff Cobb showed up in AEW, but he already signed with us. Zack Saber Jr. wrestles all over the place. Oh, okay. Honor, New Japan, but we have a contract with him, and he's not under an exclusive contract that I'm aware. Of. He might be now, but even if he is, um, it, it, our our deal with him predates anything. Oh, okay. Because that was that that was like when I saw Zack Saber Jr. in the game, I'm like, wait, I see this guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling a lot. It's like, yeah. I was like, I was like, he's probably in Fire Pro Wrestling. I was like, yeah, he is. He is. Like, like, how is that even possible? Because that's like. Well, they don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't have an exclusive deal with New Japan, so, um, 
I, I'm not. I'm not. I have no idea how their contracts work, but I, I'm sure one things are probably done a little bit differently in Japan than they are in the U.S. But um, I'm not sure what agreement he has with them, or if it was all through New Japan promotion. But I'll tell you right now, we have somebody else signed that we haven't announced yet that is currently on Impact. Wait, it's on Impact. Ah. Oh. Uh, oh. So. Can I guess? Uh, I'm not saying any anything right now. Hold on, hold on. Um, I'll I'll buy the game right now if if I'm on the collector's edition. If I do do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let you guys do that. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to spoil it. Oh, when when well. So when when is this? That that name that particular name probably won't be announced until we launch because people will find out in the game itself. So oh. we're not we're not giving everything away. Mm. No, we we want there we want there to be some surprises. Oh, okay. So how many people are still left that are not announced? I, I think it's so two, we, right? Yeah, we have thirteen. We're gonna definitely have fifteen. Um, right now, here's a little bit of a scoop. Like not necessarily a good thing, but we'll probably ship with thirteen guys finished, and we'll have free DLC. As soon as we can get them done for the other two guys, that will be made available. Anybody who buys a game uh, at any point will get the free DLC for those two additional guys. Uh, just because we don't want to delay just for the last two guys getting done. And it basically comes down to getting the artwork done for them. So we have, uh, I think, what do we have? Five different sprite artists right now working on uh, sprites for the game. Uh, and then we have additional guys doing animations, another guy doing the backgrounds, and another guy's doing stuff for story mode. So, you know, in total, we have like eight or nine artists right now working on the game. Uh, so, but we don't want to delay the, the release date for uh, just two more guys. So it'll be give everybody something to look forward to once we, um, once we launch. And they'll be free. Then we're not going to charge extra for them. It'll be free DLC uh, for those additional two characters. Now, mm. now, if if somehow we have to delay the game for another reason, like I'm just not happy with it, then maybe they'll make it into the launch of the game. So we're uh -huh. hoping not to delay. We really want to hit July, and that's what we're working for. Um, you know, we are all remote, so the 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 current situation in the world hasn't affected us too much, but it's definitely slowed us down a little bit as people are tending to care more for their families, which I'm totally okay with. Uh, yeah. People have been a little bit preoccupied with things, and I completely understand. So, you know, we, we will end up losing a little bit of time. Hopefully this clears up sooner rather than later. But we are continuing to work on it and trying to get it done as quickly as possible. But with that said, quality is of the utmost importance. So we're not sacrificing any of our quality just to get to meet a date. So hmm, let's okay. that out there. Oh, that sounds, that sounds great. That sounds great to hear because... I was like, I was gonna ask you that. I was like, how this all? Like, I know you when we were talking earlier. You said um, you mostly work from home. It's like, yeah. it's like, what about the other people? You know, because there's much. It's just much more than just you. Right. Right. And, yeah. And it's like, how's that? You know. How's yeah. So far, luckily, no one working for us has uh, been too too adversely affected outside of the normal, you know movement restrictions that everybody seems to be under right now. So it actually, people seem to have a little bit more time once they, they kind of come to the realization that we're all stuck at home for the most part. And, you know, it's not advised to go anywhere for a little while. 
once we all settle into that, we'll probably be more productive. Uh, but I think it's just everybody's kind of in the process of coming to terms with what what this what what's happening right now, and we'll have to move on once we get get from uh, get settled in. Um. Yeah. Everybody's been affected. I mean, I'll be completely honest, and this is the first time I'm I'm ever gonna say this. Um. Even my podcast has been affected because right now, like we already know, E3 is canceled, and uh, I I last year I had an E3 podcast with me and the lovely Tara. We were talking about all Nintendo stuff because mostly because I live in Jersey and I'm able to go to the Nintendo store and play um the some games. That they announced in E3, and I could like get my info, what I'm able to say, and now I cannot say it. Right now, we're just planning like, what are we gonna do? And now, like we know, there's a a, a game that a lot of people have been waiting called Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. I right now, if they shut it down, I don't know if I'm able to go pick it up because, like I said, I I love having my game physical, and I actually did order the collector's edition physical. So right now, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play it at launch. And the other thing is, like I said earlier, uh, I'm going to a concert in May 24th, which I don't know if that thing is postponed or canceled. We don't know, which is maybe you heard of the group. It's called BTS. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'm, able, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to a concert that, one, I don't know the language, but I love their music. And this is something like brand new to me. This is uh, uh, I was gonna call it BTX the experience because it's coming from my eyes, and like like what do you know? What do uh, um, I, what do I feel about it and this other stuff? And right now I really don't know what's going on, and and a lot of things are being moved around, and I I really don't know. So it's a scary thought not knowing. But hey, what can we do? Maybe it's not canceled. Maybe it's this. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll all get through it. It's going to be inconvenient, you know, and we just, we got to do what's best for everybody, you know, our fellow man and just try to push through. Yeah, that's true. Even what was, yeah, now I remember another one that I was going to do with one of my friends that she, she's a singer. She travels and this other stuff. And luckily um, she's doing new music and we postponed it so much that right now, uh, she's stuck at home, and we don't even know when she's gonna record new music because of this, and we don't know when we're gonna record because, because she, we, we made, uh, she promised that once her new music launches, we were gonna do the podcast right away, and right now because of this, we don't know when that's gonna happen, so everything's being right. shuff, shuffled in. So rather than me thinking, oh, I'm gonna do this podcast until September, and then have like a two month break. I probably will do this until the end of the year or something because I really don't know what's going on. And yeah. that's that's the whole thing about it because everybody's getting affected about it. It's very yeah. scary. Yeah, it is. It is. Hmm. All right, so let's not talk about that right now. We're going to okay. have happy thoughts because I actually got jealous because you, you were in PAX, uh, PAX East, right? PAX East, yep. I don't even know why I wrote Pack West. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> and uh, um, um, somebody very, very famous came to the boot. Mr. Xavier Wood, a.k.a. Yeah. Austin Creed, came. And we I don't know if you're able to tell us 
how was what was his feedback on on uh, he, the he liked it he liked it he thought we had a good now keep in mind it was an early build that they were playing you know we didn't have a lot of wrestlers in it yet there's still bugs in it but it was important to us to get it into other people's hands at least on a smaller scale not that i mean pax east was huge but i mean on a smaller scale from a release audience you know so we had a couple hundred people come through and uh xavier woods liked it you know he had fun with the game he was playing one of his buddies and they had a good match and they enjoyed it so um i i i thought his feedback was great um you know he made a really good point i talked to him very briefly after he was done playing and uh he made a really good point in saying that you know one of the things we all loved about the 90s wrestling like the attitude era the late 90s early 2000s was not only um the wrestling and you know wcw versus you know the monday night wars and all that but it's also there were so many wrestling video games then that we could play we had multiple options you know there was like four or five companies making games and it wasn't even just w there's a wcw there's an ecw there's a wwe there was uh you know a triple a had a game out then yeah um, backyard wrestling had a game simpsons wrestling uh you know that might have been a lot earlier that was on the playstation but you know, there's a, a ton of, of games out, um, and now there aren't a lot. You know, you're starting to see some come back now. There's a, there's a couple other indie games start being started. Not not necessarily 2D pixel art games, but other, other types of games starting to come out. Uh, so hopefully, you know, with this kind of rebirth really in wrestling the last year and a half, where you've had Impact getting better, you have the re- resurgence of the NWA, who we're so happy to be involved with, um, you have AEW and hopefully WWE. This is what they need. They need to kick in the butt to to bring their game up. You know, yes. competition. I think competition brings out the best in everybody. And then you got these indie promotions that are all coming alive. Japan's coming alive with a bigger footprint in the U.S. where you can see them on television now. So I think it's really been a resurgence in wrestling the last you know year and a half. And we're hoping to kind of catch that wave here and give people an alternative to. Um, you know, the 3D, 3D type wrestling games and kind of give them a throwback to those 2D arcade games. Mm, okay. Okay, that's good because, let's be honest, like you said, they do need a kick in the pants. Um, <laughs> um, WWE, uh, you really do, especially since you guys dropped the ball on, um, I'm not going to say the game, um, WWE 2K18 for Nintendo Switch. I'm just not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the game. I was so disappointed. I traded it in. Oh, I lost so much money yeah. in that game. No. Oh, God. Yeah, okay, it's so... tough. I mean, it's tough. I think people are now just, um, developers are now just being able to port some, some you know, more involved games to the Switch. So they're, they're getting the hang of it now. But I don't know if, I don't know if we'll see 2K, the 2K series come back to the Switch. Um, you know, I think they may be targeting, I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing. I, my guess is they're probably targeting the, the PS5 and the, and the PlayStation, X- or I'm sorry, X- the PS5 and the Xbox, uh, X. Yeah. Yeah. That's, X. Yeah. Well, this, this is your chance. This is your chance on the switch. You know, we need yep. that. We no, need... I know. The switch needs a new wrestling game. I definitely agree. All right. Uh, like like I said again, because there's a lot of questions that you might able to tell us, you might not. Was there a wrestler that you could say now that you wanted so badly in the game but couldn't get him due to 
like you know because of the company or anything like that or we might see them in the future as a dlc yeah i mean uh, we wanted demolition um they were in the original WrestleFest game uh unfortunately we couldn't work out a deal apparently wwe owns the rights to their that name so uh we weren't able to get them we thought we thought they owned the rights but it turned out they didn't hmm. um so you know there's a bunch of wwe guys who knows maybe we can work a deal with 2k at some point and get them in uh there are a couple other guys that just really outpriced us that we they were interested we were interested but we just couldn't make the money work. Um, we unfortunately we didn't we don't have a huge budget, um, and some guys wanted a little more than we could afford to pay them. And I'm not saying they weren't worth that money that they were asking for. They m- very well could have been. Uh, just you know we weren't in a position. Uh, we would have had to make sacrifices in other areas of the game that I wasn't prepared to make in order to sign some of them. So uh, mostly it came down to you know who we could get. We had, we had a couple issues where we wanted a guy, but the promotion they're currently working for put a halt to it. Um, I guess they had some issue with the contract um, that we thought we thought we didn't have an issue with. So, But for the most part, you know, guys we've approached have been super thrilled uh, to be involved. We did uh, the Indie Mania promotion, and that was awesome. Uh, all the indie guys uh, were... were it was pretty easy to sign them. You know, we had a couple few stragglers here and there that we weren't able to, we weren't able to get involved with that, but you know, it made, it made me more aware of indie guys seeing like, cause we really pulled our audience, you know, our growing audience to get a, a bunch of nominations and, you know, Warhorse. I'll be honest. He won it. I had not heard of Warhorse until we did indie mania. And I, I am now a Warhorse fan. I love him. I love He's, he's doing great content. He's a good follow on Twitter. Uh, he had a great tweet the other day of what he was doing when he couldn't be wrestling because of the virus. Um, and, you know, he, he has got a great look and it's going to fit right in with our game. And we want to sign more of those guys that we that were in that tournament if we can. Uh, we had a really good we had a really good feedback from the audience on them. Uh, they helped us grow our social media. We hopefully got them some exposure because that was the point. Uh, of doing the contest and or the the tournament in the first place, so um, so yeah, so there are definitely some guys we wanted in that we couldn't work at work a deal with. Some guys didn't return our calls, you know, unfortunately. Oh, uh, oh that's unfortunate, damn. But but you know that's gonna it's gonna happen. Not everybody's as into it as as we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. The 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 um best thing that I saw was um. Was when they said something about Warhorse came out. I think it was, I think it was uh, like a different outfit. I think it was like a sweater or something like that. I don't remember what was it. And then like, like thirty minutes later, you guys just put it up on Twitter. It was like, yeah, we have him second attire. We're like, wait, what? No, so yeah, so that's his dem- denim jacket. He wears that. We already had pictures of it. So I, I just said, it, we just did four sprites. You know, we didn't do the complete animation yet. Or actually, I think we just did one sprite of it. But it was pretty quick to add. So I just, I texted my artist real quick. I'm like, hey, somebody just tweeted us this. Can you throw a quick sprite together? So he worked on it for like a half hour just to get that sprite into the game, but we, we want like one of the advantages. So one of the disadvantages of our game, right, is we're not doing a creator wrestler. Um, and we can talk about that in a little bit if you want, but one of the thing, one of the advantages of not doing that is we can get very specific 
with each of our individual wrestlers to make, you know, unique things just for that wrestler. We don't have to worry about um, it fitting into creator wrestler mold, mold. So like for Warhorse, we can make his exact costume, you know? So, and that's what we did. Mm, yeah. Cause I was like, when I saw, I was like, I wonder who else have a second attire. I would love to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, wh- what about the entrance? Like, or they have their own proper ones, or it's like generic um, entrance music that so we, we know. It's um, we did uh, our own entrance music for each of them. We looked into licensing original music, and it was just it was out of our budget for now. So maybe at some point we can get officially licensed music. Uh, maybe it's something we look at in the future. So we had um, a gentleman by the name of Rhythm Bastard. Uh, who does a lot of music. He's done music for games before, some smaller indie games, but uh, he, he put together a great soundtrack. And we actually, I don't know if you're familiar with Mega Ran. A little bit. Okay, so he, he's famous. I think he has the most uh, Mega Man remixes of music ever. I think he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, thank, thank uh, yeah, no, no. no, no. Uh, he, and he has a lot of uh, Final Fantasy song remixes. Uh, among other things. And I, I, I honestly, I'll be honest again, something in doing this, I hadn't heard of him and I was shocked I hadn't heard of him because I've now listened to his albums a ton and I'm so glad I discovered him. He's a great rapper. He raps about, he, he has some social um, opinions that he raps about as well. Um, but also, you know, a lot of video game references, a lot of video game music remixed, a lot of, you know, chiptune type stuff, uh, just really good stuff. So if you haven't, looked into any of stuff i highly recommend it and i got a chance to meet him at pax as well really cool guy I talked to him for a little bit but he did a remix of of the WrestleFest theme from the arcade game for us so oh, we're gonna we're, we're working on clearing the samples right now uh with legal but uh so hopefully we'll be able to release that pretty soon but it's a great great track that he he did for us so we actually did two versions of it he did the remix of the original, uh, some with the original songs in it, and then he did a completely uh, new song for us. So if we can't clear the legal, we'll use the second one. But um, I, I really, I, I love what he did, and uh, so we do have some. Uh, it's we have original music. To, uh, the short answer is we have original music, not licensed music in the game. Hmm. Okay. So, like we were saying about uh, before, the DLC, um, like you said. Uh, pay content. Is there talks about making having a, like a season pass, or not really? No, I don't think we'll do a season pass. Um, I, I think we want to do as much. We want to do as much free content as we can. Where where we will go to paid content is if we have to pay a lot of money for a license cost to get a specific wrestler in the game. Uh, that we will probably have to look to recoup some of that cost. Um. <laughs> to do something like that. But I could see us doing free uh, arenas, uh, free game, you know, game modes, additional game modes and that kind of stuff. I feel like we can develop that as long as the game's successful, you know, I'm willing to reinvest that some of that profit back into the game and, and make additional features for the original purchase price that people paid. Uh, So, but it'll be a combination though. If we want to license some bigger name guys, if we have a good enough install base, then we made the game, you know, we attracted a lot. Of, the ideal is we attract a lot of users to the game, we get a big install base, and then we charge a small fee to, to bring in some bigger name wrestlers. Mm. So there's a possibility we might get Okada 
in the game. There's a possibility. I don't know his current licensing agreement, but yeah, I, we you know we want to do a Japanese themed uh, pack of wrestlers. Mm. You know that would be awesome. We want to do a hardcore theme. We want to do a legends theme. We want to do an indie mania theme. You know, there I have a million ideas. And I, I want to see Sabu. I want to yeah, see Sabu. I, I mean, I have a list of wrestlers over a hundred that I want to get into this game. Now, obviously, I don't think we'll get all of them in, but uh, there's a lot of guys that we have reached out to us now that we we think we can get who, uh, you know, we can reasonably sign them. Uh, and so we're, we're definitely going to add more than the initial launch roster as long as, you know, the game is successful. So. Okay, okay. Um, well, like like we were saying before about um, this game is coming to different um, to PC and other consoles. Um, a lot of third-party indie games are associated with a certain console, this other stuff. Um, your game, Retromania, uh, as, uh, like I see, I don't know if you see it, is being heavily linked with Nintendo Switch. Uh, in your own personal opinion, because this is something like a lot of people want to know, do you consider it a Switch game? No, I mean, I think it's, uh, it's a multi-platform game. <laughs> Um, but I can see why people are, you know, the switch has been the indie console this generation. Um, you know, not to say indie games aren't coming out on other consoles as well, but I think Nintendo with their Nindies, um, directs, uh, have really embraced indie developers. But I, I mean, we've gotten support from Microsoft, Sony and steam and Nintendo. So, uh, but I can see why. I think it's it, it is a good fit. The game is a good fit for the Switch. I'm not going to deny it. But I think we can have equal equally amount of success on the PS4, Xbox, and PC. Yeah, because mostly when um when you guys post something, it's like mostly I see it from uh, different users. It's mostly I see them. Hey, he's a Switch person. They want to Switch. Yeah. And mostly I see I'm hey I'm getting the, I'm getting it for Switch because for for us to be honest, it's like we don't have a lot of wrestling games. And it's like, this game looks like we could take it on the go and everything right, like that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we definitely got, I would say we probably, when we announced the consoles that we, we got approved on each of them, when we announced the switch, I think we got the best response, but I think part of that was who, who announced it. So we had RGT 85, uh, who, if you're not familiar with is a, yes. Yeah, is a, yeah. Really great guy really helped us out. You know, didn't didn't charge us, uh, wanted to cover the game, you know, worked with Stevie Richards, who's also another awesome guy that I've gotten to know the last couple months. Um, so the two of them put their heads together and came up with uh, with a little skit to announce that we were available on the switch. And we just got a, a huge response from that. You know, he had like, you know, he gets like 100,000 views on his videos. So to get that many eyes on our game was a was a huge help to us. And I can't be more thankful for him for for taking the time to do that. Yeah, mostly when I mostly when when I saw it and you guys said, "Oh, the first thing was like this, uh, this is coming to Steam." I'm like, "Is it coming to Switch too?" Because yeah. I really read it. Because I I think I was the most I was the mostly the guy who was like, like probably like say, "Is this coming to Switch? Just announce yeah. Switch, please, please." Yeah, like, well, it, we wanted to. We just didn't. We didn't have the approval yet. Ah. Uh, Nintendo next time make it much more faster because I was I was like please, 
Because even though I do have a laptop, but I was like, I'm mostly playing on my Switch. Because right. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Once the Switch came, uh, the PS4, I gave it to my brother. I gave the my my um launch edition PS4. I gave it to my brother. I said I'm not gonna oh, wow. use it because, because I said this is my this is gonna be my primary game console, and this is the most games I'm I'm gonna buy it on. And I'm like I'm not gonna get a PS4, and then boom, Final Fantasy VII. And that's the only reason I got another PlayStation is for that game. Right. That that's the only reason. I was like mostly I'm just getting for the Switch, and if. One day, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, comes to Switch. I'm trading the PS4 right away and just keeping it on the Switch. Because that's my primary console from now on. Even though I would love to, I would, I'll be honest, I would love to stream Retromania to Twitch if I'm able to. But right now, I cannot do it on the Switch because I don't have the technology to do it. Because I don't have a high-end laptop to do it. Because I tried to do it once and it didn't even work. So, if one day Nintendo says, hey, are you able to stream it to other places? That's the first thing I'm doing. Because I, I, I'll be honest, I really can't wait for this game. And, and <laughs> I'd when, love to hear and, that. And when you said it's coming out to July, I'm like, but you guys promised Q1. It's like, I know. That's like, we... that's like, that's like January, February. Like, it's like I, I, I could wait. Five minutes later, I was like, come on, man. Just, just, just give us a demo. Uh, yes. It was, uh, you know, it's. <laughs> It was back in, in uh, 2018 when we started, Q1 of 2020 seemed, seemed no problem, <laughs> you know. But a, as you get into it, and I'm, I'm a perfectionist, uh, I'm ADD with this. Uh, Same not, here. Not, not, not clinically, but, you know, I, I notice things that I want right, and I'm not willing to sacrifice quality. So uh, we got to a point. You know, uh, before we now we wanted to firm up our release date before we announced pre-orders, and um, so you know, I, I we put our heads together, me and my two lead developer, my lead programmers, and we wanted what's a realistic date that we can announce and have some confidence in, um, and we we came to the conclusion that it was July. So, and you know, and that's that's what we're we're going to try to stick to. Now, as far as a demo. It's kind of a double-edged sword, uh, right? So you, you've seen some games get killed for releasing a demo too early. It, um, so there's a difference between, I guess, a, a true demo, which is just a scaled-back version of your game, versus a kind of a beta demo, which is what we have right now. Like, we have people playing it um, right now for beta testing purposes, but it's nowhere near ready for prime time. Uh, you know, we still have placeholder artwork in there that we're in the process of getting rid of and putting the actual artwork in. Uh, we're still ironing out bugs. So we don't want to get a bad reputation. It's one of the reasons I don't really want to go on Steam early access either. Because I think if you get unfairly judged in some cases by releasing a game early, though you know you're working on it, um, but not everyone is as understanding. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I get you. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I ha um I have an arcade stick for my Nintendo Switch, okay. and I'll be honest, that's probably gonna be the controller I'm probably gonna play with yeah. more. Cause I'm like, I want to feel that old school retro stuff, and I was so, like, I want I want to do that. Yeah. So we actually at PAX East we had an arcade machine there with us running yeah. the game. Uh, now it's at Games Legends Ultimate. They sell them in uh, Walmart and Sam's Club. 
and it's a multi-cade where you where it comes with like 300 preloaded games with a range of console games uh, to you know some arcade games but it's a really it's a really cost affordable arcade machine it's full sized but it's very it's easier to, to move around than a, a you know a traditional arcade machine but we were able to get our game on it uh, with using their controls and that's you know that I dare to say that's how it was meant to be played, this game. You know what I mean? It felt good playing it with uh, a controller. Or, I'm sorry, with uh, with an arcade stick and on our arcade machine. That's right, people. Get an arcade stick so you can play this game because yeah. I don't want no excuses. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, really, what is it? What month are we? March, April, May, June, July. We still got four months. Yeah, oh. not, not a lot of time. We're, we're burning the midnight oil trying to get this done. Oh, okay, okay. Well, now we said about this is um like we said i was gonna ask this question was there any plans to promote this game at e3 maybe like a nintendo direct maybe like you guys got talk with them or xbox or playstation um playstation um state of play is there any from your lips to get for the to their ears i i would be more than willing to be included in that so um we haven't I think once we get our um, trailer done, which uh, will be probably, hopefully at the end of uh, probably mid to late April, so next month, hopefully we'll have a trailer. Once we have that, we'll, we're, we're going to start reaching out, uh, and hopefully we can get the ear of somebody at Xbox, Nintendo, or, or Sony uh, to get on one of those things. I don't know. I honestly don't know what it takes to get on one of the Nindies. Um, yeah, that was the one thing I was, because I was like, what was it, like, like two days ago, I think it was, that they had, now, the, they had uh, the Indie Direct, and I'm like, yeah. huh, Retromania would look so good in here, so I more know. people could see it, and I'm like, uh, I'm I like, love it. I'm like, I have to tell them, like, how are you going to put this game, because I think more people would love it, because a lot of people may not know about the game, like you, already, like, you already know. There's new fans coming in that they said, hey, this is the first time I ever heard this game. And I was going to say, like, is there a chance there might be on a Nintendo Direct? Uh, Nintendo we will, try. we will definitely try. I actually reached out to their head of uh, the indie games yesterday. Nintendo just launched a new Twitter account uh, for their for their indie, indie, uh, indie games. So we're hoping that they include us in their... Uh, in their marketing plans. So I think we got to, we got to get a good demo or we got to get a good trailer together for them, uh, which is what we're going to start working on shortly. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just, just call Reggie. That's all it is. Just call Reggie. Yeah. Maybe he could hook us up. Uh, I think he's busy at GameStop now. Uh, yeah, that's true. But probably, he probably has time. He probably has time. <laughs> I mean, all you gotta do, all you probably gotta, gotta do is just make a spider of him. Feel like, Hey, Reggie, if you play this game, we'll put you in the game. And I think <laughs> he will say yes, and, you know, that could happen. Oh, man, I can't wait. So, yeah, you were, we said, you said before you want to talk about creation mode. And that's the one thing I really, really, I didn't put on my list, but that's one thing I really, really want to talk about, the creation mode. Is it happening? Is it not right now? You know? As, yeah, as of no, not yet. Um, there's just, uh, and I'll explain why. But there's just um, so right now we have you know 15 wrestlers 
slated it to be in the launch of the game. You know, uh, two might come out a little bit later for free DLC, but we have 15 wrestlers that we're working on. Each of them have distinct move sets. Okay, not every move is distinct to that wrestler, but you know, at least several of them are. So, in order to do a proper creator wrestler. We not only need to do all the animations for those wrestlers, but we need to do make sure we have the special moves in of countless other wrestlers uh, in order to do it properly, right? So if, if you have Stone Cold Steve Austin, well, we better have the way he does his stunner uh, in the game, you know, and the Fez Press and um, all the other moves Stone Cold does. If, we wanna, if you want to be able to make the rock in the game, if you want to be able to make Jericho in the game, you know, we got to yes. have all their we got to have all their moves done too. So that would definitely increase our our development time in order to find additional animators um which you know, it was hard for me to get animators that we that worked well in the in sprites now. Not not you know, there are a ton of, there are a lot of people doing it, but guys people that could do wrestling animation specifically. Um so it's not just throwing more people at it, it's finding the right people to do it. You know what I mean? So uh, it would have pushed the game back even longer in order to do something like that. But, you know, I've talked to my lead programmer. You know, it's something we're, we're, we're talking about for the future, but we gotta, you got to walk before you can run, right? you got to crawl, crawl before you walk. Um, so we, we, are, we are making sure we have a solid foundation for a, from a gameplay standpoint, and then, then hopefully we can, we can tackle that somewhere down there in the future. Yeah, that's one thing I was like, ooh, I would like to create creation mode. I was like, hmm, I'd like to create myself because if I ask right now, can I be in the game? You probably said, oh, you need a lot of re- re- retweets. I think one of them <laughs> said you need a million. I was like, man, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. First, the physical, like, I cannot be in the game. I would love to be in the game. Oh, man, I have to make creation mode and I create myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be uh, like the most simplest one to be like, now he only has one move and that's it. <laughs> well, we hope, we hope to get there. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're really, like I said, I'm repeating myself, but we're really concentrating on making this a fun game to play with that has some longevity, you know? So like, I can still go back and play WrestleFest. I have on that at games, legends, ultimate arcade machine. I've, you know, I've loaded some, some older games on there as well. So I'm playing, you know, WrestleFest, Superstars, WrestleWar, Saturday Night Slam Masters, Matt Mania. Uh, what else do I have on there? Um, tag Team Wrestling, Pro Wrestling from the NES. I have all this stuff loaded on my At Games arcade machine, you know. Along with mm-hmm. my own game now is on a Retromania. So, you know, I, I, we want to make a game that we can still play in 30 years. You know, hopefully people, you know. We'll, we'll find it that much fun that they'll want to come keep coming back to it. So we're really super focused on the gameplay being really good, the controls being really tight. Um, and then if we can do that, we feel we can just keep adding on to adding on to the game. So when you say adding on the game, there was a tweet that you put, that the team put, uh, you would love to have women wrestling. Yes. Um, is there a couple of names that you <laughs> might be able ha- to? Uh, I can't say any now. We have a long list, and we're actually probably, I think, based on the way pre-orders are going, uh, which are doing decent for for what we thought, um, we're probably going to start reaching out and try to try to license a couple uh, ladies sooner rather than later 
to get get things going before we launch the, even launch the game we want to have people um that we can uh we can we can have lined up already so we can start doing stuff with so it's hmm. definitely like it's it's 2020 you know what i mean there's no reason women can't be it's it's purely budgetary uh reason that we couldn't do them both at the same time yeah i get so, you. you know so it's just we want to do we're not going to use the male body types uh, to create the female wrestlers in. So we have to do all new body types for the females and we want to do, do it and put as much effort as we did into the male counterpart. Uh, we want to put that much effort into the female wrestlers as well. So we want to do it right. So we are already have a list. Uh, we'll start contacting shortly. Um, and then we're going to go from there. Cause you were saying, um, one uh which woman wrestlers you would love and i was like mm. now that you guys have the nwa uh i was thinking the one name that maybe a lot of people will be saying is melina like definitely a possibility because i'm like i'm like wait hold on who's an nwa and the first thing i said wait melina's in the game Melina's yeah. isn't there. I was like, are we going to see Melina? Or uh, I don't know. Are we going to? Right now, you cannot say nothing. No, I can't, I can't say anything yet. But, well, you know, definitely we're open to it. Put it that way. Okay, okay. That, the guys, that means it, it, it's, it's yes. She said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I would love that. But other than that, when you said about the women wrestling, um, are are we gonna able to able to fight with like women versus men or like yeah. tag team? Mix I, don't why, I don't see why not. We're do, we're doing it in independent promotions now. I think Impact. Hey, Tessa's the champ in Impact. Yeah, yeah. That that's the one thing. I was like, I was like, are we gonna see that? Like, are are we gonna are they gonna battle for the ten pounds of gold? It'll be it'll be cool, you know. And right now, I was like, are, are we able to tag teams and stuff? But other than that, um, about tag teams, are is the games gonna have tag team finishers? Yeah, we. I mean, we're we're testing out the Doomsday device already. Um, uh, so that that I've been doing for a couple months actually in the game. Oh, so okay. We got We got to finish some sprites of the Road Warriors to, and replace them in the engine. But, um, yeah. There, there will be. We uh, will probably only have a handful of double team moves to start, but that's an example of uh, to add variety to the game. I don't know if you remember their game, uh, Fire Pro Wrestling D. It was for the Dreamcast. Uh, oh, I, a... I, I never had a Dreamcast, okay. <laughs> but I do. I do remember the game because one of my friends had it. Okay, so yeah, but they they did something where they released just moves later for their creator wrestler. And I think they're doing something similar with Fire Pro World. Yeah. Um, but you know, we want to, you know, I could see us adding additional tag team moves, you know, post launch free DLC to give the game some more variety, you know, cause, and, and the other thing is eventually we want to add additional tag teams to the game that have specific tag team finishers. So right now, really the road Warriors are the only team that we've announced thus far. They're the only ones that have a true tag team finisher. So we definitely have some additional double team moves in there. And uh, we hope to add some more uh, tag team moves as we go. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, just... It's funny. I was talking to us. We were ju we just were uh, programming. I was just testing uh, a double back elbow, which is a real common double team tag team move, right? Uh, one okay. one player swings the guy into the does an Irish whip, 
the guy, the wrestler comes off the ropes and they both el- do back elbows to the wrestler, right? So we're in the process of testing that in the engine. And I said to my lead developer, all right, the other thing I might want to do is because we te- we're also testing out our eight-man tag match mode. And I go, what if I want four tags to happen and do a four-man, uh, a four-man tag move? He's like, what? <laughs> he got a little nervous. Nah. That one. I said, yeah, keep that in the back of your head because I think I want to do that. <laughs> so I want the game now. I know. I want I, the game. And I, the thing is, I don't even know if that's been done. I'm sure it has to have been done somewhere, but I don't even know if wrestling, you know, in the days of you having to um, actually make a tag and then that guy's got to tag somebody else and then that guy's got to tag somebody else so they all can be in the ring for a few minutes. <laughs> I seen like, I seen like two like two teams doing finishers like right. their own tag team finisher, but I never seen like like that. I was like, yeah. wait, hold on, wait, what? I want to see that. Yeah, so I, I got to talk to Stevie, uh, Nova, and Meanie and see if they had a uh, a triple team finisher. I don't rem- I don't know if they did or not. Uh, I don't remember because you know Stevie had a Stevie kick and a Stevie T. The Meanie salt. Nova had Nova Kane, you know, among other moves. But I don't know if they specifically had a team finisher. I, I'll have to ask them that. Yeah, that's the one thing. Um, in the game, like you were saying in the game, um, is there a chance to fight in the crowd or there's no? Like, not, no, not no. yet. Not yet. Our, 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 um, our arenas are not really interactive. You can go in and walk around, but we've separated uh, the wrestlers from the crowd. You can throw them into the guardrails and things of that, but it's not really super interactive or destructive. But again, that's something that we might want to explore uh, a little later to make more destructive environments. I don't know if that's a sequel thing. It's uh, Stuff like that's a little more difficult to do in a yeah. 2D game than it is in a 3D game. Uh, so it's something, you know, we have we have a huge feature list that we're working off of, and some stuff is just not going to make it in maybe to the first game, or at least not at launch, you know, unfortunately. Given unlimited time and unlimited budget, we could do everything. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, that's not the case that we have. Okay, um, the commentary, um, when we uh, when the wrestlers fight, are they going to be, like, talking through the game? Or, or... Yes. So oh. we have Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor is, yeah. is going to be doing some of the commentary, along with Colt Cabana. Uh, is going to be doing some of the commentary. So at the time when we, we came up with this, they were both in Ring of Honor, and they had just won Bill Apter's Commentator Team of the Year Award. Uh, so we decided that that was good enough for us. If they won that, uh, we would um, we would get them to do the the commentary in our game. So we have some voice voiceover work from both of them already, and we may need some more. Uh, so they're going to be... They're going to be featured in the game doing some commentary. Okay, okay. All right, that's good to hear because I was like, I was like, wonder, are they just going to do like entrance commentary and just, you know, I mean, just it's not, the... yeah, it's going to be more like the one liner, kind of like an NBA Jam type style of commentary. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, opposed to a complete play by play. Yeah, because I was like, wondering, like, are they just going to do the entrance, like, say, oh, this guy and like, make a one line and then when everybody starts playing there's going to be like music in the background and i was like always wondering it's like are are they going to do that i don't know 
that's a whole thing. But uh, yeah, but that's, yeah that's... we have uh, we we'll have music going. We have uh, we're gonna have custom Titan Tron type stuff uh, yeah. that we're gonna put into certain arenas that'll play. Uh, you know, the, the one thing I've noticed though, and just in the we've been to a couple conventions now, PAX East. Uh, you know, um, too many games, which was in Philadelphia. Couple other uh, smaller Keystone Comic Con, a couple indie wrestling events. People tend to skip the introductions. So, you know, when you after you play once, a lot of times people press the button and skip the introduction because they want to play the match. So we yeah. we are keep, we are keeping that in mind where we're not spending a ton of our resources on the ring entrances. But with that said, they're still going to have ring entrances. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah mostly, mostly I, I do the same. I skip it, but I mostly, I just, like, when I first get the game, like a wrestling game, I want to see, like, okay, I want to see how they did the in, their in, entrance. Like, right, but, th- but then you skip it. After and then I, and then, skip then, it, you know? I mean, I skip it, like, yo, just get me into the game. I want to play a cage match. I just want to jump over the cage and, like, I don't do, right. do a frog splash. It's like... Like, but in the beginning, I would love to see that, especially when somebody has their title or they're different. Right, like, right. so we uh, gotta we gotta give we gotta give a reason for people to want to watch it, you know. But we're still gonna allow people to skip it. Uh, but maybe we put some Easter eggs in the in the ring entrances for people to look out look out for. Oh, Easter eggs! Oh, now you see, I I I don't like being tempted like that. Now, <laughs> no, we already got a bunch of them. If you look in some of our videos on YouTube, you can see different stuff in the crowd. Uh, that we've made just kind of weird, you know, weird stuff uh, in the crowd that you can see. Couple aliens, couple animals, couple different things. Oh, oh man, this game sounds like for me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's man. all it's all that kind of stuff, and and we're not. I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel here. Like uh, the game, uh, Matt Mania. If you go back, which was a Technos arcade uh, game, they did that kind. Of, they had they had they had a. Uh, Darth Vader in their audience, Princess Lee and Luke Skywalker, you know, and, and other other characters in their audience as well. Yeah, so that's we, true. And we're we're kind of in that, you know, we're at least from a license standpoint, we're in that same line of games now. Okay. So we don't have anybody, unfortunately, from Technus of Japan working on this, but we want to try to, you know, respectfully carry on their legacy of great 2D arcade wrestling games. So that's what we're trying to do. So we're they, they put a lot of detail and, and stuff into their games like that, and we want to do the same thing. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I, oh, now, see, this is why I want the game more now. Oh, <laughs> no, come on. Oh, what else, what else? Um, Yeah, you, you guys showed the controller, like, the move and everything like that, yep. but, but I never saw... Which button is for the finisher? They're special. So the the way we're we're this is one of the things we have to finalize like fairly quickly uh, is how we're doing finishers. So I think what we're we're leaning towards right now is, you know, each each wrestler will have eight grapple moves, or I'm sorry, twelve twelve normal grapple moves uh, from a headlock position. So. Or they could have, you know, they'll have three different running moves and three different um, Irish whip, whip moves coming when an opponent comes off the Irish whip. So what I think we're going to do is once you reach your momentum meter gets built up, 
we're going to replace one of those moves with your finisher. Now, it's not going to change each time. Once you figure it out or read the instruction booklet, you'll know what your finisher is, what move is. But you'll do, like, for example, let's say your strong button plus down does a pile driver normally, okay? But let's say your finishing move is a power bomb. You're... Once you get your momentum meter up high enough, down and strong will then change from pile driver to power bomb. Now, if your momentum drops down, you won't be able to redo your finisher. But I want it, and one of the reasons for this design decision is when you hit your finisher, I want the match to be done more often than not. Like, I don't want you to be able to hit your finisher five times in the match. And oh. I like, I, and this is, you know, I'm hoping I'm not the only one who thinks this way, but in the original WrestleFest, I would be Jake the Snake Roberts was one of my go-to guys. And when I hit the DDT with Jake, the game, I knew I won the match. Unless there was interference by the tag team partner or somebody, you know, they would rarely kick out of the DDT. It, it didn't happen often. So it was very, set. you felt very satisfied when you hit the DDT when that happened. Uh, it was a great feeling as it, from playing that game. And I want to recapture that feeling when, oh, I hit my finisher. Oh, I got him. You know what I mean? I want to capture that feeling. Uh, but with that said, there is a mechanic that we've also put in place called second wind, where I would say one out of every six matches when you should be pinned, you kick out if you button mash enough. So we, we found in that, in that regard when people were playing the game at PAX, when second win happened, people went nuts. They're like, oh, I kicked out. You know, it was a great reaction that, that came out when they were playing. So we, wanna, we, wanna, we want those types of reactions from people when they're playing the game. Oh, okay. That's good because I was like, when I saw the control, I was like, okay, this is tag. This is running. This is punch. This is move. And I was like, I was like, wait, which is the finisher? Yeah. And I, and I was like, now you're saying that. Oh, now it makes sense. Like, I would love that. Yeah, so that, uh, that's that's what we're planning for it. So we got to do some play testing more, but I think that's how we're going to end up doing it. Oh, okay, okay. So it's going to be like uh, a, a two-button combination then. No, no, it won't be. No, it'll just it'll switch. Like, you won't have to hit two buttons. It'll automatically, once you build up. So we have a momentum bar as well in, yeah. in, in addition to your health. So when your momentum fills up enough, one of your assigned moves will switch to your finisher. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. All right, that's good to hear. All right, so mostly when I have new guests in this show, we like to have a little bit of fun, make them a little bit more tense, especially when I'm going to ask. We usually have this thing called Host Talk 5, which I either, either ask, ask them to pick a letter, A, B, or C, and either it's five questions or tops or their favorites. But we're going to have a little bit of fun because it's wrestling. Uh, we would like for you to pick either A, B, or C. Um, and I'll ask you, uh, this either is a question, a tops, or a favorite. Okay. All right. So either pick A, B, or C. D. B? Yep. Okay. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Your top five video games from least to favorite. Either uh, video games or arcade. Right, right. Okay, I can be both. Yes, you can. All right, both. all right. So this is probably going to go on based on the amount 
I played them and, you know, the amount of fun basically I had with them. Uh, number five, I will say, oh man, this is tough. All right, I'll yep. just go. You know, it's not going to be perfect, and I, I, I reserve the right to change my mind after I hang up the phone with no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, is, this is your top. This is it. This is it. I did this to uh, one, one of my newest guests, and they were like, for like five minutes saying, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, can, can we it's redo so this? Like, no, you, I was like, this is your top one. You can never change it. Every time when you, they ask you this question, it has to be the same answer, no matter what. All right, I will say number five, NHL 94 for the Sega Genesis. Okay. Uh, I played a ton of that. I don't know if you want additional information about why I chose that, but I played a ton of that in uh, college, uh, in high school and college, and then um, I got it for the Game Boy SP. They re-released it, and I played it on there a ton as well. So that, that'll be, uh, that's a, that was a great, great hockey game. Um, number four, number four, number four, I'm going to go with star control two for the 3do, um, which was a completely different game, uh, which was a space exploration game, uh, on the defunct 3do system, which I'm probably showing my age, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, it was, it was a, it was a, not a, it was a great system because the reason I liked it is because it was the first 32 bit version of John Madden football. But uh, I discovered Star Control 2 on that, and I really liked it. Uh, number three. I'm running out of spots here. Number three, <laughs> number three A. Can I do that? Uh, no. Three A, three B, three C. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, all right. Um, I'm telling you, these no, are hard. I'm putting everybody on the spot. <laughs> I, I, know, I know what I'm putting for my top two. So... I don't know. This is tough. Uh, everybody says that because that's the one. Because I always send everybody the newest guest. I send them the questions like, "This is what I'm gonna ask." I might ask new ones, but the top five is nobody yeah. knows. I don't know because I write the questions and then I have somebody else picked. Uh, okay, this is gonna be A. This is gonna be B. Right, so right. even I don't even know. All right, so I'll say I'll go number three, Diablo two for the PC. Oh. Uh, I played a ton of that. I played a ton of Diablo 3 as well, but I played through Diablo 2 probably six or seven times from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, you know, and it's funny, now in hindsight, reading this list, all these games are games I played before I had my kids, when I had a lot more time to spend playing <laughs> games. Uh, and I think actually when I say that, all five of these, but the, 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 the last two I've actually played with my kids, so... Although they are they are they are older games, um, so number two is going to be X Men the arcade game by Konami. Yes, classic, classic, so I, classic. I actually I have a four player like uh, main machine that I I built uh, that I play with my three sons that we play we've played through X Men probably five or six times if not more uh, from start to finish with the four of us. So uh, that that is number two and number one is WrestleFest. Uh, by far, by far, I've played that game more than any other game. I mean, since I played it a lot in the arcade, but when that was the first game I played on an emulator, probably back in 1999 when I first discovered Rain, which was the emulator it was first on. Later, it came on Mame as well. But I, when I that came out, like me and a buddy of mine in high school were trying to figure out how we could raise five thousand dollars 
to buy the arcade machine. Mm. Um, you know, so back, well, we couldn't, obviously. But when that came out on MAME, I've, I've played that every year for the last 20 years. So, mm. um, you know, I've played it a little bit. I'll go in streaks, obviously. But, you know, I've had it on, on my PC, on my laptop, on my uh, MAME arcade machines. On my at games, Legends Ultimate. So, uh, yeah, that, and uh, you know what? I and I could, I probably have a top fifty. I didn't mention all the good stuff that's come out recently. Like, like um, I pl- I played a ton of uh, Skyrim. Yes. Uh, when it came out on the Switch, I replayed it from when I played it on the PC. Then I went back to the PC version to play the HD version of, or the remastered version on the PC. I've played through that game multiple times. Spider Man was really good, although I didn't play that a ton. But Spider-Man on the PS4 was an awesome game. Um, I, I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2. My son is like 100% of that. He says, Dad, you got to play this. You got to play this. So, you know, there's a ton of other games. But and I think those those games I played probably the most just because I had a lot more free time when I played them. Mm. And, uh, I wasn't really working full time uh, at the time. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't working on write, creating my own video game. I didn't have a family. So I had a lot more time to play with those games. But uh, there's a lot. I, I don't just play older stuff. You know, I definitely we have a Xbox One, a PS4 and a Switch. I play a bunch of games on all those consoles as well. Mm, OK. All right. So so, you know, what the other ones are uh, letter A was top five wrestlers. That are in Retromania, you would love to beat up the video okay. game. That was one of them. And yeah. Letter C was your top favorite cartoons growing up. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I, somebody had that one. And that took, like, I think that was, like, eight minutes to finish that. Because they were like, oh, there's so many good cartoons. Like, yep, this yeah. is why I pick them. It's like, I gave you guys the questions. If I have guests, you guys know the question. But those, those three... Nobody knows what I'm gonna ask. What I'm gonna ask, and there's always fun because the fun part is is listening to like, oh man, it's like if I say this, then I'm not gonna mean it. I don't know. I was like, it's. I was like, right. I think that's the favorite thing about it. I yeah. don't know. I, 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 I like torturing. I like torturing. If you ask me, my top five next week, it might change. <laughs> now, now you cannot change it no more. Yeah, so okay. yeah. All right. All right. Watch this change it. Not the first thing. Like, hey, hold on. You know, <laughs> you were in the podcast. What's this? Wrong, wrong answer. You gave this list. Oh man. Well, everybody, that was that was a fun podcast. Um, thank you again, Mike, for to be in it after such a long time. Um, I can't wait for this game. If you guys want to pre-order right now, it's on their website. The link is going to be in the description box in this podcast, wherever you're going to listen to that. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Pandora. We're now in Pandora, which is like four months since I put that submission, and finally we're in Pandora. There'll be much more. I put everything on the description box, so you could guys pre-order this wonderful game, and just pre-order it. It's going to be wonderful. If you love WrestleFest, you're going to love this game. I can't wait to play it. I'll be completely honest. I'm just waiting right now. If you can announce it's going to be physical, physical, so I could pre-order that thing. Maybe you're going to put some stickers in there. I don't know. I just want to get it. But right now, you're tempting me with those stickers in that booklet. I want to <laughs> get it, but it's like I want to get it physical. I was like, oh, I'm still like heartache. I don't even know. 
<laughs> Watch at the end. I'm gonna say I just got it like digital, digital like that with the, <laughs> with the stickers. I really don't know yet. That's why I haven't pre-ordered it yet. I'm still waiting to, for you to announce. Hey, it's coming to this game. It's coming physical, physical. And I'm, that was the first thing I'm gonna pre-order. It's like no, it's like there might be a limited number. I was like, I'm getting it. I don't care if I have to kick somebody. I'll do it. I'll I'll do a Starship paint on them. I want to get this game. I can't wait. That's this is one of those games that I can't wait to game to play, and I'm I'm still already sad because oh man, it's the collector's like it's tempting me. It's really it's tempting. <laughs> it's really tempting me. All right, everybody. All right. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Thanks, Mice again. Um, um, you could um promote your social media or anything if you want to promote it. You could do it right now. Yeah, retromaniawrestling.com. Uh, that's the web address. You can get everything from there. We're on Twitch. Or not Twitch. We're on, uh, or yeah, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. Uh, so follow us, retromaniawrestling.com, at Retrosoft Studios as our handle for all the social media.